Hello and welcome to the Emerald Games Cast, episode 61. My name is Nolan, with me is... I'm Janelle. And? Hi, I'm Alex. And it is, it's April 18th, we're back. How are you guys feeling? You sound really solemn. Solemn? What do you mean by solemn? Like, you just sounded like you were coming in with, like, the sad news of, like, a king dying or something. Mm -hmm. Oh. (laughs) Sorry, bad timing, I guess. Um... (laughs) No, I'm actually just trying to come in with the good news of oh. all the sweet video game hap hap happenings that have been going on in the world since we last talked. You know, my best thing that's happened in video games this week was that I locked my Nintendo Switch last Sunday when I was playing Animal Crossing. And so when I opened it back up at like 9pm, um, the turnip seller was still there. So mm-hmm. I got to buy my turnips late at night instead of when she should does have that, despawned. Does that work? They don't yeah, that's my kick cheat. them back out? that's my cheat. Also, for some reason, my game was bugged and KK Slider was there too. So that was a pretty oh. good moment for me last week. I always thought that like, the clock was still was still running, doing things uh, you, whenever you had the game even on pause. I'm not going to share all of my cheats because I know that Bill Trennan listens to this podcast. <laughs> Obviously. Bill Trent, if you're listening, uh, can you email us? You're our white whale. We want you on this podcast so bad. <laughs> it's true. I called your office once. Um, but yeah, man, there are ways to get her to stay. There are ways to There's keep ways. the system. Janelle knows the, her way around the around the stock market. It's true. Got a bit of money in turnips. Got a bit of money in uh, crypto bells. Got a bit yeah, of yeah. money on the, you know, the city you know, folk. I, I hear Nook city folk is going banks. to the moon. Nook coin is going to the moon. I have some NFTs. Stands for not freaking turnips. <laughs> you got some alternative assets, if you will. It's true. In the yeah. form of little bags of bells. I'm digging mine into the ground. I'll tell you a hot tip. It works in real life and in Animal Crossing. You find a shiny spot on the ground, you stick some dollars in there, you come back in a day, and you will get three times the amount of dollars you put in. I heard that's how you get sand dollars. Unless you put in $10 or more, in which case... There's a chance you'll get thirty dollars, but you might get back only the ten. Is that how it works in Animal Crossing? Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more than ten thousand. Yeah, more than ten thousand. But this is a yeah. little different. I'm, it's 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 this is between one dollar and ten dollars. There's no you can't get right. thousands out of this tree trick I'm using in real life. Okay, then ten dollars is the max that you can do to have it work. Anything above ten dollars right. right. is who can say. If you could do this with more than ten dollars, it would fundamentally unbalance <laughs> the global economy. Listener. If, if you're listening to this, go ahead and bury $10 in the U of O um, EMU courtyard area <laughs> and then let us know where you buried your $10. I'll keep it safe. Yeah, that's a pretty that's a pretty good call. So, you, so you've been playing Animal Crossing. I know we have some news, but like, what have you been playing, Alex? I actually was going out for a walk and I saw somebody had a garage sale the other day and it was a... Uh, you know, like a mom and two kids. They were both like middle schoolers, and the middle schoolers were being they they were clearly doing this to get some extra money because they were like trying to they were trying to like car sales me car salesman me around. They were like, "You like Legos?" And I was like, "Ah, I'm good." Like, "You want Pokemon <laughs> cards?" Like, "Ah, I'm okay." And I, I remember just like chatting with them, being like, "I usually take a look out for old video games." One of them excitedly gets up, goes to the back of his garage. And brings out a little box of uh, GameCube games, and you know you had your your typical like, uh, like shovelware marketed trash. Like there was the fucking robots game and like the Incredibles what? game. Wait, uh, 
Yo, yo, I hang have, on. Pause this story. Pause this story. Games growing up. The robots game is like one of my favorite games from my childhood. Is it good? Yeah, it's really fucking good. Oh, I'll have to try it then. That game fucking rocks. Oh my god. The Incredibles game, also a banger. Pretty good time. I had a lot of fun with it. Enough to buy Incredibles 2, which I think is the one you got, right? You got the Rise of the Underminer? Yeah, I right, yeah Rise of the Underminer. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. I, I sent oh, the yeah. picture to you guys. The but, uh, only canonical sequel that follows up on the end of Incredibles Pixar film. Yeah, the, the other one. one is fake. That's right. <laughs> uh, well, that one doesn't follow up on the ending, because the Underminer appears in the end of The Incredibles, but then he... You know, it's sort of just a throwaway thing that's supposed to say, like, and the adventure continues. But when I yeah, was a kid, yeah. I thought, but when? When does it continue? I want to know how they fight the Underminer in the parking lot. And you get to see in that game. So if you're okay. interested, you Buy should play it. Alex, I'll have to boot that up. But the other two games that really stood out to me were a copy of Super Smash Bros. Melee with the yeah. uh, complete inbox, all the inserts and everything. And the big ticket item, a little game called Chibi Robo. There you go. Uh, yeah. Which, listener, if you're not familiar with Chibi Robo... Uh, Give it a look. It's a game that I think people have talked about on this the podcast. internet a bunch, but it did not do very well in America, and as a result, it retails for like eighty to a hundred bucks, and they wanted sixty bucks for that whole thing. So I was like, okay, sure, take take sixty bucks, have have a good day, while I walk away with with a lot of valuable video games that I'm going to treasure. There you go. God, so that's I miss cool. I've been playing. Yeah, I, I was re- I was so happy to see one, and so happy that they had things that I was interested in because usually it's just like you know furniture that I don't need. So. That's the best because you know Go- Goodwill can get this sometimes too, where you go in and they will have something like an old NES, and you know some employee who has no idea what it is puts it up there for fifteen bucks or something. That's that's the way to Good. do it right there. And Eugene, there's this Goodwill that like. It's, like, a big one, and they have this huge, like, game section, and they fucking know. Oh, yeah, they, they know. They know about the game, so everything there is really expensive that's good, at least, because they fucking know, and I hate it. <laughs> I want to prey on little tiny Goodwill people no. who don't know anything about video games. You can't say it like that. Why? Yeah. It sounds terrible when you say it like that. I'm sorry. That's fair. I had, uh, when I'm I was... I'm just kidding. I don't want to prey on anyone. In high school... I went to Goodwill and they had, at that time it was Modern Warfare 3 that was out, and there were a stack of copies, of overstock copies of Modern Warfare 2 that must have come from a store rather than a seller, and they were, there was about six of them, and they were all $5, and I bought all of them, and I took them to GameStop, and I kept one of them, and I sold the rest, and I made like 45 bucks. Hell yeah. It was pretty, it was, it was pretty good. Yeah. So, but you got you got these. I was leaving that gap for you. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I got. Sorry. I, I, I got. I got some. I got some cool games I've been playing. So I'm playing a bunch of melee, trying to unlock some more of that, more like characters and stuff, and uh, revisiting Chibi Robo, which is a game that I have always really liked. So. Hell yeah, man. But it's good. It's good. Time. Those are those are old games. Do you want to know about the the future of video games? Give it to us. Well, you got some news. Online entertainment. Emerald, Emerald Games Cast 2021 World's Fair. Yeah. Of video games. Yeah. The 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 future of online entertainment. The the morbid, the MMORPG of uh, Lord of the Rings that Amazon was working on in conjunction with their new series that they're making. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Amazon 
uh, unceremoniously announced that they were canceling it. This project that has been in development for several years. Let me pull up exactly how many years, but oh, 2019. But that's shorter than I thought, but still for a long, still a decent amount of time. Um, Amazon really has no idea what to do about video games. Well, it's also because of Tencent, um, enemy of the show, traditionally. <laughs> Tencent, um, I guess that's a big part of it. Yeah, though, for real, Amazon really doesn't know what to do about video games. Um, you know, obviously, I feel like I, I don't need to say this, but just like as a side note, I understand that the cancellation of a game means that people are going to lose their jobs that part of this sucks okay i obviously feel that way but um i am just hoping that this means that people who were looking forward to this check out lord of the rings online which is a really good mmo that still has a pretty substantial player base so at least like there's still a lord of the rings mmo which honestly is probably better than this would have been yeah um and yeah i just hope that this means that more people gravitate towards that at the very least but, I mean, like, The Lord of the Rings is my favorite thing that's happened in my life, except <laughs> for a handful of other more important things. Um, so I'm, you know, disappointed. I'm also not super comfortable with Amazon getting their fucking grubby little hands on my favorite IP, though, because, you know, it's Amazon, and I don't trust them to do anything that J.R.R. Tolkien would have liked. But, yeah, this is kind of not surprising. What do you guys think? I, I think it's weird because we've heard more stories about amazon games being canceled or like released and then like canceled and removed yeah. than anything has come out like they very clearly want to get into this video game space but they are just unwilling or unable to to make that happen i don't know they're um, they're like google in that way right it's like they tried the stadia and that didn't work yeah. and amazon is trying games and that doesn't work these fucking massive mega corps are trying to extend beyond their normal reach and it's just not working yeah they are following money and they know that video games make money but they're not sure how to get to that point and even to the point where they can just release them right because like, yeah and Absolutely. aren't they also aren't they also working on a stadia equivalent for like cloud game streaming are they i don't know about this it hasn't been advertised very well which is why i wasn't sure if it was a real thing or not um, or if it's actually like happening and coming out, I don't remember what they're calling it, but it's. I know the branding is purple. I vividly remember a purple ad in my email, but that's it. Hmm. Weird. So this is just another another thing that Amazon can throw into the pile of video games that it will not release. Noah, well, what do you think? Um, yeah, I'm not really surprised. Uh, I'm sure I'm not alone in having forgotten that they were doing this. I remember. Amazon Game Studios having, you know, I don't know if it was an RPG or another MMO, but didn't they have one, a previous MMO that, yeah, New World, that also didn't come out, and they had that game based off of Top Gear really early on oh, that uh, yeah. was, a, was wow. a flop, so I think since they started this in 2014, I can think of at least like four games that they have tried. Crucible never came around, came out. Breakaway never came out. Uh, and the ones that did come out, like the Top Gear game, is the only one I can think of that is released. Has not been received well by fans 
you know, outside or inside the genre that it occupies. So, I don't think that this MMO would have been very good anyways. Um, I, I hope that Amazon finds something, though, because like Janelle mentioned, uh, a big company like this has a lot of people, probably, working in these studios. Um, and if they decide to can it, you know, Seattle is a game development hub, so there will be jobs available. Uh, but it, it would, you know, job security is always preferable to job mobility. So I, I hope that they get something off the ground. And, you know, maybe if they were smart, they could just put a bunch of money into a studio, let them do what they want, and um, just sort of see what happens and not try to get, like, Amazon executives too involved creatively. I mean, they might have something good like, in their sleeve. Time and time again, that's the problem with these big companies, right? Like, we see that all the time with, like, EA. When you're trying to make a game just to make money, it will never, ever be anywhere as good or successful as games that are made by studios that really love their project. Right? And so, I don't know, man. Like, maybe Amazon will make a good game. Maybe they will give up. I don't know. I kind of doubt that. I, I, I kind of think that they're giving up, and I also kind of hope that they give up, but we'll, well, we'll like, see. I definitely agree with Nolan on the jobs aspect of it. Um, I think that the solution would be for Amazon definitely to just put money into smaller studios, if that's a thing, but mm. I guess we'll see. I mean, they own Twitch, so they could keep funding game dev until it, ha until it works. Right. I mean, there's they certainly no Twitch. shortage of money. I feel like it's weird that they don't take more advantage of that. Like, well, I feel I mean, like Twitch is sort of like... just Twitch is like, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I mean, what would you do to Twitch that? No, would, no, not, not anything just... you would do would risk pushing somebody away. Not just Twitch. I mean, like, use the Twitch like brand and like Twitch how Twitch works. Like, make some sort of like integrated Twitch game or like a Twitch publishing label. Just I don't know. I feel like there's you have a group of people that no video games like justin tv was designed for this right before it was twitch and mm -hmm. i i don't know it, it just seems strange to me if i was in charge of a multi-billion dollar company i can tell you that i would be doing a lot more than they are but i don't think they know what they're doing and i think would you would, would would we i don't know that we would i feel so? like i feel like we would have better ideas but i gotta reiterate i ain't no business major <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I think it's probably harder than we assume. I don't ever want to do it. I don't ever really want to learn or try, but I bet it's not that easy. And I think they are still making... Maybe it is. I don't know. They are still making a ton of money, I bet, from people who want the Twitch benefits from having Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. I just mean, there are a lot of people that, like, get money and then they fund a big passion project and you know you get the get the best people involved get every, like indie studios or whatever you get all your friends from everywhere else and you know there's no meddling and nothing goes wrong and it's a clean vision but it still just doesn't happen yeah i mean amazon i i assume could brute force their way through making almost any game apparently but not making it good yeah. no getting it out i i don't i don't know that's what I'm surprised about, too, because Amazon likes to brute force their way through a lot of things. I would have thought they would have done this by now with games, but <clears throat> I don't know. Okay, let's say this. You get to make... you Each of you gets to be CEO of Amazon Game Studios one day. You get to fund uh, one... Okay, either a game or an MMO 
of an existing franchise and it, it comes out and it's great but you only get one what's what's your is it is it still lord of the rings for you no 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 no, no. what is it i need to think alex okay. you go first I'm trying to think of what Amazon owns. I feel like that would be a good place no, to not start. Just, no, it's anything. In, in anything. my mind, I have Amazon money. I buy any game I yeah. want. Whatever, whatever you want. Um, honestly, I would try to like refine whatever they have. Like, didn't they have an, another MMO that they wanted to release? New World. Yeah, I, I, a Perfect World or New World? Probably New World. It's but, New World. Yeah, it's in the article. Like, refine and advertise that. Like, get deals with top streamers to play it or something that you can get a lot of mileage if streamers play your game like look at what happened to among us and like we saw that happen in in a smaller scale with things like rust again had a huge like resurgence and like fall guys like i would just i would focus on making what you have good right as opposed to buying up some other new thing um i'd buy daisy and make it good Really? There's a yeah. there's a car alarm going off in the background. Somebody was very upset that I that my Amazon can Daisy, plans. Can Daisy get? I mean, Daisy could get good, but could you get the fans back though? Um, if it was good enough, I think you could. Yeah. The big big roadmap of changes on the horizon. Yeah. But that is yeah, a smart choice. That out. seems like a very good because again that feeds into their their Twitch ecosystem they have. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think you guys are think I think you're both being too practical. I think you gotta get. I think you gotta get okay. wild. You want to know my other answer? Uh huh. Don't make a game. Instead, fund a big Twitch, um, like game dev weekend. Like a game jam kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a small Twitch oh. game jam. That's what I would do, and I would pay okay. every single person who made a game at my game jam. Hold on, time out. You guys hear the car alarm, right? Oh yeah. yeah. Is that showing up in the audio? Probably. Yeah, I can hear yeah. it on Discord, yeah. but I'm just not that big of a deal. Okay, it's over now. Um. Speaking of things that would make a lot of money, like and like a Daisy mod or an MMO or whatever, uh, do you want to know what the best-selling racing game of all time in the United States is? Garfield Kart. Garfield Kart. Garfield Kart. Garfield Kart. It's su- surprisingly no. It's not Garfield Kart. Okay, what That's is fucking it? Shocking. Uh, it's Mario Kart Eight, uh, which has sold a whopping. 8.45 million units worldwide, not just in the states. Um, well, also, well, yeah, but it is also the best-selling racing game in U.S. history. I'm sorry for my um, controversial joke, but um, you know how like people say that it's really annoying when military wives say that they're ranked in the military because their husbands are. Yeah, that's me at racing games, and normally I hate it when people are like, "Smash Bros. isn't a racing game," but in my heart right now, I'm like, well, Smash Bros. is not a racing game. I mean, I mean, I mean, fighting game. I mean, fighting game. (laughs) You're racing. Like they're right on the nose when I say it's not a racing game. You're racing to fight each other. God damn it! No, um, but I'm having a moment where I'm like, Mario Kart isn't even a real racing game because I watch my boyfriend play racing games well <laughs> you know like racing game versus racing sim sure it's sure. certainly not a racing sim but it you know hey if the category is pretty broad i do wonder what the best-selling racing sim is because i feel like the audience is totally different I but in terms a, of game though a, yeah. oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say i did a little bit of research on this and I do not remember which one it was, but it was one of those annualized racing games. It's and that 
the the like highest grossing annualized racing game at least from what i saw don't hold this as gospel was like seven million it's it's got to be either forza or gran turismo yeah it's it's one of those two it's one of those two which neither of those are annualized for the record but they certainly have a lot of entries yeah Um, i just but I think this, this game funny. sold for on the Wii U. It was uh, four point eight million units. Uh, on yeah, the Switch, pretty freaking good. Thirty three point forty one million units. So, God. so let me ask: Does that mean people actually going out and buying this game, or does that include Switch bundles with Mario Kart Eight? Because that is a good most. Question. Switch bundles, like, you've been able to buy a Mario Kart 8 Switch bundle forever. That's usually, like, the only bundle most of the year for those things. Is that still a thing? I thought that was, like, it would, like, show up before Black Friday and then disappear at the, um, when the year turned. Uh, sure. I mean, I guess, yeah, but, like, during that, during that time of the year, it's always that bundle, right? So, like, I wonder what that has to do with it, if anything, um... Otherwise, I think it's really funny that people... I remember one time on Reddit, a bunch of people were like, Mario Kart 8 fucking sucks. This is the worst Mario Kart game. And like... This is the best Mario maybe, Kart game. Maybe, but it's also like the best-selling one now. So I think yeah. that's very funny. This, this is my favorite Mario Kart game. I'm surprised that people were saying it was the worst one. Oh yeah, people hate this game. I like it. I think it's really fun. I suck at it, but it's a really fun game. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I I've never... um really felt that compelled to to own a Mario Kart game um, just because I uh, feel like they're very social experiences for me and I, I, I prefer to play them with friends and so mostly I play them in Alex's house to be honest I do like yeah. them um, I think Mario Kart 8 is, is probably my favorite as well and I'm kind of surprised that I've never sort of you know buckled down and just, just picked it up because I love racing games I, I mean I, I tend towards less arcadey racing games, but I still, I just, there's something so, like, primally satisfying about doing a time trial over and over again to shave a couple seconds off of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could, I could really, like, I could really get into Mario Kart speedrunning, just being alone on the track with no other racers and doing time trial laps. I, I think I would sink a lot of time into that if, if it was in front of me. So, man, maybe it's better I don't have it, honestly. <laughs> No, I, 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 I adore car racers, so this is... I, I still can't get over, though, that, like, this is a, this is a, like... This is a game that released on one, I guess, technically two platforms. And, like, massive licensed multi-plat, like, racing games don't get near as many sales numbers as this. Like, yeah. that's, that's wild. I'm just surprised they haven't made a newer one. Yeah, I, I've heard well, lots of... Everyone's talking about. There's rumors about a newer one, but also, yeah, though, they don't need how to. How many? Like. To be honest, though, how many big racing games that anyone here can think of are actually multi-plat? Because uh, the there F1 are several. Games, right? Yeah, the F1 games, but they're that's kind of a niche, though. The F1's kind of a niche. Like but you got like dirt. a brand. Yeah, they're a brand, but it's still a niche, and, like, though. I don't know if there is like a singular NASCAR like brand or series. But I know uh, there there's, have there's been NASCAR really. games in the past, yeah. I mean, NASCAR's not Mario, though, right? I think that's kind of what I mean. Like, there are adaptations of existing motorsport disciplines, but there isn't really, like, a one game that jumps out, like, everybody knows, okay, this is the one. 
uh, F1's a good point, but that I still think F1 is like relatively niche in terms of interest. And then when it comes to general motorsports, the two separate uh, major sort of like Simcade franchises are console exclusive. It's between Forza and Gran Turismo on that, I think. And then, mm-hmm. and, and then above that, you have stuff like Assetto Corsa and iRacing, where you're getting into sim territory to the point where people who don't like already really know how uh like to drive pretty well will sort of be frustrated more than like sucked in unless they want to get a wheel or something you know like i feel like it makes a lot of it's like i'm not so surprised that mario kart is the number one but i am surprised that mario kart 8 is the number one i i still would have expected it to be mario kart uh wii or 64 that's why i have to wonder if the numbers come from bundle sales could be because yeah, like because like Wii sports point, yeah. we sports is i think still in like the top five best-selling games of all time but Why the fuck? nobody ever went out and bought Wii sports but mario kart will have people that get bundles and people will love to buy that game why have they not them. given me a new Wii sports but for switch they they tried kind of i mean that's sort of what one two switch was uh, I and want, it's I want not it to quite be that. called switch sports and yeah. i want it to be the same thing but, but on my nintendo switch in terms of like market you know, uh, Wii Sports, I think, is a huge success, but in terms of what Nintendo views it as, uh, Wii Sports is sort of like the pack-in game that demonstrates the controller ability, and I think we're kind of past the point where Nintendo would see value in making a game like that. They're crazy. Um, because, Every like, a lot, of, a lot of people, like, won't. That's the thing, though, right? Like, like moms and, and grandmas and grandpas that had a Wii, like, didn't go out and buy Wii I mean, Sports. They just bought a Wii and played I, what it came with. I'd argue, though, that you're wrong because of Ring Fit. That's true. That sold out pretty fast, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, Wait. they should do something more more broad, though, shouldn't they? Like, a, like you're, it, I would buy a, a Switch Sports. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I just don't think it would ever be as much of a phenomenon as, as Wii Sports. No, of course not. Oh, like, Wii sure. Sports sure. was not just the perfect game for that machine. It was a pretty solid game. Like, that was, was a perfect a lot family of game. To it. Yeah, no, they, they nailed it over and over, though, because Wii Sports was the pack-in, but Wii Fit was huge, too. That's true. We and, and we we play was another really good one. Think about how rare it is that one of your best-selling games requires a peripheral, especially yeah. a weird peripheral too. Yeah. You know, that's hey, not though, very common. Eight Escape maybe. With kart <laughs> games, um, other than Mario Kart games, what are your favorite kart games? We don't have very many stories, listener, but we have extra time. So Diddy Kong Racing. Okay. Diddy Kong that Racing game, is a very that game, good kart game. Way before Mario Kart, Diddy Kong Racing had like three separate types of vehicles before Mario Kart started adding in. Um, you know, Mario has, Kart never like, had has had multiple types of vehicles, but they have added in vehicle mods that Diddy Kong was doing all the way back on the N sixty four. It has like, like a hub world and a story. Yep. It's so good. The story's like whatever, right? But like it, it, it being a rareware style collectathon where you're doing a hub world that also has collectibles hidden in, in it, that also has unlockable characters, and that has um, sort of like course clear requirements in order to open up the next courses, that game's got a sense of progression. Whereas in a Mario Kart game, you throw it in and you've got every course unlocked right on the select screen and, yeah. and, and, and every character basically too, so... You sort of those games lend themselves to being a social uh, situation. Diddy Kong Racing does the social, and it's a damn good single player game that actually has like a solid difficulty curve and everything. It's great. I want a Diddy Kong Racing re-release so bad. 
that game. I would buy the hell out of that. And, the other uh, game that I was going to say got a re-release, which was okay. I never actually played it, but Crash Team Racing is a is a pretty good... It, it's very similar. It doesn't quite have the same fidelity that uh, Diddy Kong Racing has, but it has a very similar like world and story arc. Yeah, in, you in you got that for me for Christmas one year, I think. Oh, did uh-huh. I? Yeah, I think it was oh, Christmas okay. yeah. one year. And that game is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the smaller mini games are really fun. For a, my birthday present, Alex got me a Garfield cart. And <laughs> earlier today, Nolan and I were talking about it, and he just like assumed it would be bad. And for whatever reason, I had this like visceral reaction. I was I like, like that's fair, I was though. like, why do you think that? There's no reason to think that. Yeah, I like, think I got a reason to think that. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, well, no, I know. Right. I've played this game, and it's not good. So. <laughs> I know, but my first, my like gut instinct was, why do you think it's going to be bad? It's How Garfield. Dare you? How fucking dare you think that? In front look, of man, me. Look, man, there's plenty of IPs that I like that I don't just trust anything with the name on it. Uh, Garfield is is pretty funny, but he's never had a good video game. That's opinion. not even true. I think it's pretty close to true. He's also not even pretty funny. What? Like, what? what, what game, well, I think, I think Garfield's funny, but oh what, what's the good Garfield game? What God, is it? I talked about this last week, that, like, a week of Garfield game. Oh, People really yeah, like that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People think that's a good game. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, it's not like a metric by which I'll look at other Garfield games and go like, well, the week of Garfield was pretty good, so... You also thought Crash Bandicoot was bad until you played it, and I then you were like... I never thought that. That was Alex. Yeah, but I thought you agreed with no, him. No, I like Regardless, Garfield's cool, and he makes good video games. He makes the games. <laughs> he does not I don't make think his he own does. games. He makes he the games. He doesn't even make bad. He's too lazy. Why do you think he hates Mondays? He works for a gaming company, and it's really toxic. It's and true. that's when his fucking... 100-hour work week starts. No, see, I, I never said that I didn't like Crash Bandicoot. I um, just said I was never, like, interested in it. I think that's different. I, I didn't grow up with a PS1, and when I got a PS2, I just never went back and got Crash Bandicoot games. And then the PS2 Crash Bandicoot games were, were pretty subpar. They were never something you grabbed off the shelf, really. Oh, my God. Um, and then, hey, you know, here I am with the PS4, and it's like, uh, Crash Bandicoot, I'll try it out. Well, that's kind of my whole arc with Crash. It's all. Speaking of PS4, yeah. Did you know that the PS5 is the fastest selling console, the fastest selling console I can't talk in U.S. history? Did you guys know that? Also, yeah, it's on the the document that we plan the episodes on. God, fuck, fuck you, Alex. I again have a question about this though, similar to my last one. Is does is it because of bots? I mean, like, I know everyone wants a PS5 or whatever. I spent, like, six months trying to get a fucking PS5. But, like, do, do the scalpers have anything to do with this? Like, is like that accounted even, for? I mean, it, it's accounted for sales, for sure. But, like, I right. think most places, even at the start, had, like, a, a max two or maybe even max one limit, right? So, like, yeah, the bots are making it so people can't get it directly, and then people want to resell it, but like those are still sales and money that's still going into Sony's pocket, right? That's true. Like, God, though, I, I don't think that's quite as nebulous as the Mario Kart question because, like, that's like, oh, are they really buying Mario Kart Eight or are they buying the Switch? This is like sure. a PS Five is being sold. Right, right, for sure. That that's fair. Um, and like, you know. yes, like scalpers are picking up PS Fives out of out of the supply, but even if there were no scalpers. There's more demand than there is supply. That's so true. So I think they would sell just as fast. You know, when it came out in November and we talked, I think we talked about this on the podcast, maybe it was just like in our group chat, but like 
I remember somebody said it would probably be until like March that we'd get consoles. And I thought that was crazy. But it was like almost in March when we got our PS5. And like my coworker, she, I remember my coworker got a gift card to help her buy one for Christmas. And she has been trying like every single Best Buy drop to get one. And she just did last weekend. Finally. Like by the luck of the gods, I guess. Like (laughs) it's still so hard to get one of these. Well, it's insane because we have the global semiconductor shortage, which is a really interesting thing to read about. We also have the pandemic that's, like, making it harder to produce. But right. it's so many things that are just compiling on top of each other to make it so that it's harder to get things like this, right? Like, yeah, it's 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 a perfect storm. A perfect storm of suck. Yeah, seriously. But the PS5 is... Doesn't yeah, Sony's, Sony's making good. a bunch of money. Yeah, Sony's doing good. Uh, my Our... PS5 is doing good. I I'm glad we got our hands on it. I yeah. hope that this uh, you know will lead to some eventual increase in supply, so more people that want them get their hands on them. It, I mean, they're going to keep printing them like that's well, of thing. course, but you know, yeah, an, but like, an increase in supply isn't just steady maintenance of it though. Like, I sure. mean, I hope that they can eventually turn this around and get some more units out. The PS5, honestly, I'm not trying to sound like a shill, but like the PS5 is is basically a no-brainer if you like sony because it is backwards compatible with the playstation 4 and mm-hmm. it can download all the same applications um it's like there is no reason for anyone to get a ps4 pro now for example unless they just want to get an upgrade that's a bit cheaper than a playstation 5 but i think if you're interested it's it's good like i know people will say there's not enough har- software right now and that is true so i don't think it'd be too big of an issue if people can't get them for like another year or so because there's not really that many games that are specific to ps5 out but damn i'm satisfied with the investment because i I think we use that you know every day every other day god though it shouldn't take like a small army to get a ps5 though right it should not no we only got ours because one of our friends is better at checking the internet than we are yeah (laughs) and big big caveat to me saying the ps5 is great i still believe the ps5 is a fantastic piece of hardware but big caveat to note is that most of what we play is still ps4 games yeah so i'm mostly still playing ps4 games like right now we're playing it takes two but we're playing the ps4 version because the ps5 version doesn't support dualshock 4 controllers yep uh and i'm playing gran turismo sport which is i think, I think that game's from 2016 i think like t- I think it's 2016. See, that's one of the reasons that I've said probably a couple times now on this podcast. Like, I I like to wait usually around a year before I get a brand new console. And that makes makes perfect sense. Right now, especially, it's a pain to get. And once you get it, you don't have a whole lot to get with it. You got Demon Souls. That's that's worth it for me. Demon Souls, like, I'm a chill. I would have gotten this as soon as I could, no matter what. Um... But Demon Souls is already one of the games I've like talked about the most on this podcast, probably keep in playing general. It. Yeah. Keep playing, playing it. it. Um, and so the PS5 version is fucking insane, and like that alone is worth getting it early. But yeah, other than that, we're mostly playing the like pre-installed PS4 games. And if you're not as into Demon Souls as I am, or like I guess Miles Morales, which is just a glorified PS4 game. Yeah, those are kind of the only two big um, exclusives out for it right now, right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, waiting totally makes sense. And even if you didn't want to wait, it's not like you really have a choice because they're yeah. 
really yeah. fucking hard to get. So I think that one of the things is that if someone was interested in getting a PS4 this late in the game, that for the little extra price, a PS5 would actually be a better value too, though, because when you get a PS5, you get for free, as long as you're a PS Plus member, which is less than 10 bucks a month, you get a big uh, library. Like, I think it's 11 or 12 games of um, most of the PS4's top sellers that That's came true. out of Sony. And, yeah, so you know, like... buy a PS4, pay for... Uh, you know, Days Gone, The Last of Us, the Uncharted Collection, Uncharted Four, like all these games, uh, you would probably spend more money than you would getting a PS Five if you want to sort of like enter the eco uh, system mm -hmm. on this one. The official Emerald Games Cast opinion is: if you're not looking for either right now, just hold off. Otherwise, yeah, yeah, buy yeah. PS Five. It's 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 absolutely it's like if you have money to throw around, right? Because um, the PS Five is worth it if you got money to throw around but like if you don't i don't think you should upgrade from your ps4 yet yeah. you shouldn't you certainly shouldn't go yeah. uh dip into your savings for this unless yeah. you really wait, wait want for to a while yeah. I, I mean yeah it if unless you're super into miles morales or demon souls or you're like or you haven't played any of the last gen console games i guess but even then like you said I mean, it's such a hassle yeah, to get and like gotta, eventually uh, oh, sorry, I, event, I was gonna say eventually at some point like they will come out with a a sort of revised model like they have with the ps4 yeah but that takes every a, other console that takes a long time i wouldn't wait usually it takes a if, year or two if you like ps5 i would just buy a ps5 i do i do like I mean, revised like PlayStation, I, I do like revised it. hardware models with uh with with these uh consoles but the thing is i've never i've never really needed one because more often than not uh you know you can't really go that far away from the specs because you need to have the same library that runs the same. So, yeah. like, the PS5 already runs games pretty well. I I don't know, man. I feel like that PS4 Pro was, oh, I don't like, even necessarily four or five mean, years. I don't even necessarily mean the half-step consoles. Sometimes I mean the... The downgrade consoles sure like okay. you know you have the yeah. like the ps2 slim was really popular or whatever yeah there might right, be right. a cheaper version of the ps5 yeah. which does probably whatever someone who wants a cheaper version of the ps5 will do right yeah i just want to know when they're going to start releasing custom face plates for that fucking thing you know you can uh you yeah can they're just, bits built for it right you can yeah. just like take your face plate you know if you really want to be bold like one of those one of those crazy people you could just dip it in paint no take it off dip it in paint i saw that on the eugene subreddit back like in late november like right after this fucking thing came out this guy was like hey i'm looking for someone to paint my ps5 blue and i just hated him in that minute why i don't know because i was like you have that beautiful piece of technology and you're just trying to have some rando on reddit paint I, it i would you. i would totally be down i would totally be down with getting like some custom color face plants face plates for the ps5 if they were selling them i wouldn't want to paint it not not because i think it would look bad but because i really like the texturing on it the s several thousand little tiny um embossed button imprints on it give it a really nice texture and your paint would fill in all of those that's true and it would i think it would end up sort of bumpy you couldn't really get that clean finish that you could on other consoles because well, you got to use texture. a certain type of paint. Right? I'm in the market yeah, even for a so, bumpy though, PS5. They're, they're really, really, <laughs> they're really, really tiny. I, I think they're really small. The paint I think would would dole them out. I think it would make it feel bald, maybe a little bit, or lumpy. Maybe. I'm in the One... market for a bald PS5. Bald like my father. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> One really interesting 
statistic that they included here though was from a uh a analysis an 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 analysis someone who does analysis of the video game market where he talks about how before this the switch was the best-selling hardware mm-hmm. which makes me wonder if it's just like because video games in general are getting more popular now like is there a is the market just exponentially expanding in a way that it hasn't before like Will will the next console that comes out be even bigger than the last one? Like I think so. Yeah. I mean like people our age, right, who are like just now starting to be able to afford the stuff on our own without like having to work a high school job or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. we are the ones who grew up with video games and as we get older and have more disposable income, like we just buy more consoles. Um, uh, it's also worth noting that he is saying that still this March 2021, the Nintendo Switch was the best-selling uh, game console in terms of both amount sold and uh, money made. It's just that, in an overall sense, within the five months that the PS5 has been on the market, its pace of sales have outpaced the opening five months of any other console. Yeah, but I don't that think being said, slow down. even four yeah, years so. into the Switch's life, the Switch still outsold the PS5 in March. It's just maybe that maybe that was an aberration in the in the overall uh, span of that five months. But the switch is still you know it's not on the decline. It's still it's still pulling its weight real hard. Well, the weird thing about Nintendo consoles is that like like we're talking about if you should get a PS Five or a PS Four, right? But that's not really as much of a thing with Nintendo. Like I guess there's the Switch Lite now, but before that it was like either get a Switch or get a um what the fuck is that thing called? The bad Wii U. one. Wii U. Yeah. No one... Yeah, Nintendo has never really played ball with any of the other consoles. They've always been kind of yeah. two steps forward, two steps back in a lot of ways. Um, I think I think GameCube and PS2 were the closest we ever got to them competing. And even then, like, yeah. the GameCube was supposed to be, like, like physically, like, in terms of the hardware, pretty b- far behind what the PS2 and especially the Xbox were capable of at the time. Like, that's yeah. kind of always been their niche is, like... And they got Lo- mini discs. Like lower, not lower quality <laughs> hardware. You do have tiny discs, yes. Not lower Cute. quality hardware, but like lower spec hardware. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, but I, I, I it, them bringing that up and having it be immediately be smashed by the next console is, is surprising to me because we lived a long time where it was like the Wii and the PS2 and I think the PSP if we want to count handhelds, like constantly jostling and jockeying back and forth for position of the, the highest selling game console of all time so well well ps5 isn't even close to the highest selling of all time yet though like in ter- like lifetime sales yeah. it's, it's not even like a, like a tenth of what the ps2 did but uh it the speed it's selling is pretty remarkable yeah. i mean they, they, they can't even keep up with it this is like 100 percent sales rate as far as sony is concerned which has got to be pretty nice yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some 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 fat cat Sony exec is pretty happy about this. I'm sure. Um, hey man, if it if it gets more money into the hands of Polyphony Digital and gets me Gran Turismo Seven faster, maybe <laughs> gets Logitech to put a new racing wheel out, maybe with a nice set of pedals, and maybe they can add clutch support in the GT Seven. Since it's not okay. in GT Sport, maybe I could be a really happy little dude over here. You know what I'm saying? Since we have like a few minutes to kill, and Nolan you don't and I... want to talk about Gran Turismo. Clearly, Nolan oh, and clearly I are, are moving. 
to an apartment with a little bit more floor space. And, like, one of the first fucking things this guy does after we, like, <laughs> see the apartment is go... Like, the guy who's showing you around the apartment. No, no, Nolan. This guy, Nolan. Oh, that um, guy. One of the first things this fucking guy does is be like, wow, now I have space to adequately use a racing wheel. Yes. <laughs> or my flight stick. And I'm like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's true, you do. But that's, like, the first thing his mind went to, like... 10 minutes after we like got off the zoom call with the apartment person hey what can i say i didn't play racing games for a long time and then like two years ago i started playing them and then i realized that i just adore them and i just want to play them all the time now but i'm playing them on a controller and i can't afford to buy a wheel right now but when i can oh my god have a have a i'm i listener i'm i am the logitech g29 okay with the force feedback that that's what i'm looking at if you're interested if you want to play gt sport with me i don't know find me on twitter i guess you probably will win i'm not that i don't good. even know how to drive i don't know what the fuck you're talking about uh it's just a <laughs> it's just a racing wheel logitech sells it's just that yeah. what's a what's a wheel what's a wheel? you know what a steering wheel is what's a steering wheel you guys are tricking me how do you're, you steer you're pulling my leg steering? i <laughs> one time what the fuck I don't remember exactly the context, but it was really stupid. One time, Nolan and I got in an argument because I was saying that I was surprised that they hadn't made a VR racing game where you play in, like, a real car. What? Wait, what? Yeah, I was like, they should make a VR game where you're racing in a real car. Like, like the, like, like they sell you the the inside of a car, like, too? Like, you, you hook it up to your car. And at oh, the that time, sounds terrible. At the time, I was like, that's such a good idea. Why is Nolan acting like I'm stupid? <laughs> and like four oh months God. later, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, but I, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's the best idea. That's like so real. That's so VR. You know, like jokes aside, though, there are some really attractive uh, driving sims out there in terms of like full rigs. Like, there is a uh, arcade in Japan that has a recreation. You know, it's 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 not a real Sprinter Trueno A86, but they have a recreation of the Sprinter A86. And it's on hydraulics. And the hydraulics also have, like, vibration motors. And you get inside of it, and all of the windows are, uh, you, you know... I think the side windows are, are blacked out, and the front window is just a regular windshield, but you're looking at a giant giant screen with the initial d special stage arcade game i was gonna ask it. if that was the anime yeah you, it's just said the car brand like i should know what it is yeah and it like will sort of lift and move and rot- rotate and shake the car around as you go um and you know it vibrates when the wheels are drifting and damn i want to play that really bad because th- there's like stuff like that at arcades like that's affordable and then there's absurd stupid stuff like car manufacturers will create their own simulation rigs like aston martin just made one that um is a a fake uh cockpit of one of the most recent aston martin uh like grade four like racing cars and they have a sim that you you could buy big air quotes on could it's eighty thousand dollars why would you get this just it's buy basically a new car it's basically a seat and a screen and a full recreation of the inner cockpit with like an f1 wheel with a bunch of dials on it and then it is a computer inside of that that runs 
Assetto Corsa, but theoretically is also just a regular computer you could sideload anything onto. And I thought that first at 2Janelle, I thought, why wouldn't you buy a regular car? Realizing the reason is because you can't drive an Aston Martin that you paid for the way you can drive in a video game. And so people want to replicate, like, it's like people, like, okay, you could buy a pl- like a small plane for the amount that you could pay to make a flight sim rig, but you can't fly, like, a commercial Airbus into NYC in sure. real life. You'll Like, you never will be allowed to. You would be shot down. So, And you can't drive in real life like you could in a sim without potentially damaging your several thousand dollar car that you would not want to go fast in anyways because you damage the tires or whatever so but at the same time it does feel silly and it sometimes it makes me know how you know like my dad would feel when he would go like like what like how come you guys are playing like a football game on gamecube you could just go play football you know similar principle but. Yeah, yeah. You know, Alex said he doesn't know what a wheel is, but I hear we have a wheel of favorites that he is in charge of. That's true. Uh, so. Oh, that's true. I know what that is. That's a uh, that's so. a wheel where I put a bunch of uh, favorite things that we can talk about and vamp about for a little bit uh, on a random number generator. I will spin that and see which one we will talk about. And this is very thematic. Uh, what is your guys' favorite PS2 game? Ah. Mm. You first. Anyone but me. Go ahead, Alex. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite favorite, but uh, I really like... Uh, I'm blanking on the name of it all of a sudden. Dog game. Okami. Okami is a very, very good video game. It's a uh, wolf. Wolf, yeah. That's, oh, they, call him, they call her a dog. Because they can't mm-hmm. see it. She's got the, the god rays around her. So Mad that's disrespect. A, yeah. Um, that's a very good video game for the PlayStation 2. Um, that is. Mm-hmm. I think Kingdom Hearts 1 is better than Kingdom Hearts 2. Don't at me. Uh, Ratchet and Clank is very good. I like that game. I haven't played any game besides the first one, but I like the first one quite a bit. Hey, while looking through this list of PS2 games to remind myself of everything, I am now finding out that there is a movie Ants racing game. So. Whoa. Oh, I think I've seen somebody talk about that. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I've never heard of that, and that's wild to me. <laughs> um, San Andreas is a really, really good game. It's true. God, this is hard. The PS2 is really good. The PS2 is a, a massive machine there was so much that they put on yeah. ps2 Probably. shadow of the colossus mm. resident evil 4 grand oh, turismo 4. 4 you you just listed three of my i like couldn't pick one so i was gonna say resident evil 4 metal gear solid 3 shadow of the colossus eco Silent Gran Turismo Hill 4. That's that's my list. I guess I picked five. That's my top five. That's your top number one that altogether. I that I can think of. That this is the problem with a game library this massive is that as soon as we hit the stop button, I'm sure we'll all think of PS2 games that we didn't think of. Yeah. But that's the top five that come to mind for me. I love all of the, all of those games. Yeah, it's it's definitely Silent Hill too for me. Yeah, that's a great game. If I had to pick one out of the whole list, I think I would pick Metal Gear Solid Three, or Shadow of the Colossus, and it would be a tough. It would depend on the day. But what about those today? Are, today, today I'd pick Metal Gear Solid Three, but that's only because I've played MGS Three like once, 
or twice, whereas I've played Shadow of the Colossus like four and a half times, and so the, 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 the novelty is a bit lost, but at the same time, that does tell you something about how much it means to me. Yeah. So, like, if I were to go pick one to play right now, I would play MGS, but Shadow of the Colossus has had more of an impact on my life, if that makes sense. So, that's that's my answer. For sure. Yeah, that makes sense. There's so many good PS2 games, though. God. Yeah, the PS2. There's a lot of good PS2 games. You guys got any, got any, got any hot runner-ups, like ones that wouldn't make it into your top five, but you just think really fondly of? Uh, Twisted Metal, whatever fun. one it was that I really liked on that. Um, I don't remember which one that was, but that was a fun game. Was it three? I think I it was. Know, uh, I think Twisted Metal Black was the PS2 oh. one. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the PS1 one that I played on PS2. Mm-hmm. Katamari Damacy or Damacy, however you pronounce it, is is an amazing game. I completely forgot that launched on the PS2 first, That's uh, fun. which makes sense in retrospect because when I tried to play the Switch re-release. Have, you, have either of you played that game? No. I've played a little bit of it, uh, but not, no, not not really. Well, first of all, it's very good. You should. But second of all, the Switch has offset um, control sticks, right? And the yeah. way that you move the ball, the Katamari in that game, because you're like, you're a little character who's pushing around a ball to collect stuff. Um, kind of like one of those, like, IO games, almost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where you get bigger the more stuff you collect. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, to move it, you have to push the two sticks like in the direction you want to go. Like those are your two hands, and you're moving the ball around. And it's so so much harder to do with an offset controls controller yeah. like like the Xbox or like the uh, the the Switch now. Like it, it is designed for the PS2. There's a there's a rhythm game that I can't remember the name of that I played on Switch where you have to use the D pad. And also the face buttons, and those are the two sides of the board when you're hitting notes coming in. And the buttons being offset and staggered in height constantly threw me off. Like I, my muscle memory would would not line up with where the buttons were, and I know exactly what you mean. It's weird that they have done that. I, I think yeah. that the uh, you know they went they, they they went for the Xbox layout basically. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm, a, a I'm a big fan of the Sony layout. I think I don't that have a problem you're... with the layout. I just think that it doesn't work with that game. Yeah, which is when you're for that controller. when you're playing a game that it doesn't matter for it, it has it does it doesn't matter. That's absolutely true. But man, I like a PlayStation controller. They're symmetrical. They're they're so simple. You know, I like mm-hmm. them a lot. I don't like um, the triggers. For a long time, the triggers are bad up until like PS3, and even then, they're they're still kind I of pretty bad PS3 on PS3. Controller. The PS3 triggers are like really shallow, and the PS3 controller feels—I don't know, man—it's like it so light. Cheap. It's like it's yeah. like so light. It's almost like cardboard, but only, it did its job though. I only started hating it after I got a PS4. Once you go up a console level, it get, the controller gets heavier and better, and then you're like, wow, I could never go back to the DualShock Three. And then once you get a DualSense, you pick up a DualShock 4, and it feels really similar in that light way. What's interesting, though, is you go back to a DualShock 2, you know, back on the PS2, and it's like, wow, this controller rules. This controller is great. I don't know why the PS2 controller is timeless to me, but that's the only one that that feels timeless. Oh, and the PS1 controller... Once it had the joysticks, was yeah. also fantastic. But yeah, for some reason, yeah. above that, they feel cheap. I don't know why. 
I think it's just the PS3. I think because like yeah. I can go back and play other controllers. PS3. Like you know, the the GameCube controller feels good. The PS1 controller feels good. Um, the, the PS3 controller, controller feels good. was unfortunately up against the Xbox 360 controller, which though I'm a big fan of the PS2 controller, the Xbox 360 controller, got to admit, is the prototype of the best yeah, uh, handheld it, controller ever made. It is the perfect made, controller, yes. Which in my opinion is the Xbox One controller. Is like the if Caveat, if your hands are... Thank relatively you. large the xbox one controller is probably the best don't, controller don't ever even made. don't even throw those tiny hands up bone they can't catch it anyway the, <laughs> the dual sense is the best controller i've ever touched in my it's life it's so, so good it's so good yeah so, but it's not it, it doesn't quite have that ergonomic like your, your 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 fingers are so naturally placed on the xbox one controller See, i disagree with that but i understand why some big-handed idiots would say that yeah and, and and it could be what you grow up with you know if you get used to the offset uh, joysticks, then it could feel natural. Uh, but I, I like the thumbstick down there because your your thumb can sort of bounce between the face buttons and the and the the joystick. And the downward joystick is less natural, but that's fine because you're spending less time on it. Whereas the movement stick, it lets your thumb naturally rest without extending itself up there on top, which the PlayStation controllers don't let you do. But I love them both equally. That just that that's kind of the center. That's yeah, I mean the the PlayStation controller, which hasn't changed until this generation, is is good. Like I don't have mm-hmm, any problem mm-hmm. with the PlayStation controller at all. Well, I don't have so a problem good. with like the position of the the sticks. I still think the PS3 controller feels light and like the cheapest plastic in the world. But like, did you think that? And then you buy. Did you think that? And then you buy a shitty knockoff PS2 controller, and oh my god. Oh man. That's the worst thing I've ever touched in my life it's terrible no it's a ps3 controller it's the it's all yeah. brand ps3 controller it we is. bought it's holy shit it makes well, the actual dual shock 3 feel like i don't know it's made out of diamonds well you know and in, in, in back then in that era that was when they were really loose with controller licensing so you can get those mad cats ones like this uh yeah, in, in uh, yeah. I, I know i only i wouldn't have noticed this if it weren't for the fact that i was playing gran turismo 4 on the ps2 where, you know, because that game, uh, you're driving a car, obviously, so you have to have throttle control. But um, unlike new controllers, where the triggers are analog, so you have, like, a range of motion, which lets you, you know, push the gas a little bit or all the way or whatnot. Those controllers don't have anything like that. They they have pressure. Believe it or not, the PS2 had pressure-sensitive face, face buttons. Yeah, yeah. And Gran Turismo 4 either either expected you to push the X button harder or lighter to control your throttle, which is, as you could predict, a disaster, or use the right stick to, you know, you push the right stick forward for, for gas and pull back for brake, which is actually fantastic. It works really well. They actually, it works so well, you can still do it on PS5 in Gran Turismo Sport because they kept it. But um, you get a Mad Cats controller... And you notice really quick when you're playing that that the full range of the joystick actually caps out about halfway up the push. And the rest of it is just useless movement um, because the sensors are, like, way weaker and the range of motion is smaller. But the joystick dimensions are identical to cover it up so you never notice it. And they're, they're, they're scamming you. Those controllers are missing features. If you're in the market for a PS2 controller... Just buy a Sony one. There's no other option. Just buy a Sony one. It's true. It's all, it's all you ever need. 
Well, speaking of all you ever need, your favorite podcast is is running out of time. So That's true. Nolan, why don't you sign us out? That, uh, as always, was the Emerald Gamescast episode sixty one. If you want to send us some questions or some topics to talk about, uh, like we always say, we've got a Twitter at ODE Gamescast, and you can tweet us there or DM us or whatever. Um, we will. You know, get to your messages. Uh, there's also a Google form in the bio of that Twitter that lets you submit questions that all go to a repository that we'll read them off on the show. Um, and we also have an email, emeraldgamescast at gmail.com, which I know is a little bit different than the Twitter handle, but, uh, but uh, you know, oh, whatever one you remember, they all go to the same place. And yeah, anything you want us to talk about, any question you have, we'll, we'll definitely do it. You can even send us... Uh, a little write-up on your favorite controller or input method for racing games, because uh, I I guess I don't have anyone else to talk about that with. <laughs> I'm I'm increasingly burying myself into this hole of a niche that none of my friends um, want to have me drone on about. So <laughs> send me a message about that. I guess that would be fun for me. Uh, otherwise, come on back for episode sixty-two next week. We'll talk about something certainly video games i can guarantee you that it'll be about video games and it will be with me and i've been nolan with me as always has been i'm janelle just janelle this week i don't know yes. if y'all have noticed i'm so low energy right now i'm <laughs> yeah i'm janelle i'm not that's funny. okay I'm not that's funny. okay and uh it's and a, also sleepy sunday yeah. Also oh, with no, me Alex. has been. Oh, he did. See, he just cut me right off. He's just. Well, like, I thought I'm you were gonna. Waiting. I thought you were gonna finish it, but yeah. Yeah. I, 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 my mind thinks faster than your mouth speaks. This week, it's just been Nolan, Janelle, and Alex. Apparently, next week maybe it'll be Sonic, Obama, Crash and Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, Come the back. Gang's all here. The gang's all here. The first episode since. Well, we since 17 that adds up to 8. First episode since 17. <laughs> I'm sure there's more that add up to 8 in the time. I don't know. Don't tell us. Just like making that joke to see if it bothers Alex, but this video didn't even bother him. <laughs>